You are listening to the Therefore Geek Podcast, episode number 14. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's alright. Hi, everybody. I'm Andrew. And I'm Tracy. And you're listening to Therefore I Geek. And we are here today once again with Mike Federale, the organizer of Tidewater Comic Con. Welcome back, Mike. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. So, obviously, like I just said, you're the, uh, the organizer of Tidewater Comic Con. That's correct. And uh, it's been about two months since we've had you on, and but not quite a, a little over a month till the show. A little, just a little over, yeah. October 18th. Yeah. So, uh, so what what what's uh, what's new on the for the for the show here for the convention? I'm so glad I have this beautiful poster to read it off for you guys. And and they are beautiful. They are amazing. It's a uh, Adam West style Batman on a surfboard with Joker and Harley in the waves behind him uh, by the amazing Justin Peterson. If you guys don't know, he has a comic book called uh, Very Near Mint. It's a web comic. It's so so good. Okay, um, I've, I've so heard of it. So you guys check that out. All right. Um, let's just go through. I'll just I'll read these off. Here we All go. Right. So Sam Huntington, Joel Hodgson, Kelly Jones, Dave Bullock, Pop Man, Nancy Collins, Sam Ellis, The Goblin Project, Luke and Amber Gallows, Maestro, Virginia's Heroes for Hire, Raymond Bermudez, Mark Roberts, Geek Night Comedy, Dave and Busters, Tijuana Flats, Charlie Kirchhoff, Mind of the Geek, Bombers and Bettys, Phoenix Comic Creations, Wargy Games, Mark Deering, Fabian's Finest. I think we're right now our numbers are that there will be 200 combination vendors, artists. Wow. Other kind of stuff. Arcade Room. Super Cornhole Trivia Contest, uh, Silent Dance Party, and Cash Cosplay <laughs> Contest. I've, I've actually I've, I've heard about the Silent yeah. Dance parties. So Those look awesome. Yeah. So what's going to be is there'll be a little tented off area. People are going to go in. You get headphones. You get to listen to music. You can I mean they're wireless headphones. You can kind of dance. Right. Um, nobody outside can hear it. So all they're going to do is walk by and see people dancing to, <laughs> to no music whatsoever. <laughs> and we're talking to him about at least once during the course of the day playing the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack from beginning to end. Sweet. Nice. Yes, good times. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a good soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. It's I amazing. put it on the back in the background when I study a lot. Nice. Cuz they've really? got a yeah, they got a nice full mix of do it. Do you do what I do, which is like immediately know where it is in the movie? Uh, no, I haven't seen it that many times. I saw it 3 times. Um, the, the problem is when I watch when I listen to it, I'm like, "Oh, I immediately think of where it's at." But that the the album is not in sequential order as it is in the film. That I did notice. Oh, that's kind yeah. of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. It's a little rough. Um, so I, I actually had a couple of questions. So sure. how, how much how much square footage are we looking at for this show? 37,500 square feet. I'm rounding up. I believe it's 37,438. But <laughs> don't hold me to that. I think it's a little it's a little less or a little more. But like 37,500 is just a nice, pleasant ring to it. Yeah. So so what are we, what are we looking at in terms of, because I know you've been saying, you know, Tickets are going fast. Tickets are going very fast. Oh. Uh, like we've been joking around about, like we we made a meme with Flash, like saying "Go and get your tickets <laughs> in a flash." Ha ha ha. Yep. Um, very very quickly. That's like the best I can say. It's like we have a, we have a number in mind, but we're not really telling people what we what we're shooting for. But it's a lot, and like the fact that it's going this quick means every couple of days a ton of tickets. You know, we're reminding everybody as, as best we can, but it's like. We don't have to do that much work because the, the goal that we have in mind is a sensible one. We're right. not shooting for 
40,000 people in the second event, like, you know. Right, right. When you hit that number, is that it? Or is it sold out show? Oh, it's and then... sold out show at that point. There's no getting around the city's convention okay. center. Okay, that's what I was wondering, if, yeah, if that, your number was lower than that. What happens at that it becomes like a party down the ocean front. It's like, oh, we've hit capacity one in for one out. So it's like, and, and that's why I said, like, I don't want to, I don't want a single person not, I don't want, I don't want a single person saying, hey, you didn't say, I didn't know. No, no, no. We've been, we've been pushing this for a month. Right. At, at the very least telling people that like, it'll come close. If mm-hmm. it doesn't hit sold out, I'll be surprised. I mean, I, I, it won't bother me, but I'll be like, oh, wow. Like, you know, we, we have all this stuff. There's only so many, so much amount of square footage that people can be in. So it's, it's nice to say that we have upwards of 200 vendors and all that kind of stuff but it's like people still have to be able to walk around and breathe like you guys were the first one i was yeah so you know that it was oh yeah sardines it was like everybody was cramped against one another and it's like well, i don't want that for the show so yeah i, was, I can't I'll, i can't say let's just squeeze them all in there no matter what so yeah i, I was grateful that we were right underneath an air duct <laughs> nice <laughs> uh, a lot of people weren't I, uh, and yeah. i know and that was it was a little rough for for them, but the uh, the guys from Atlantis kept coming over for for their break, coming right. over to the <laughs> coming over to the borderless booths to uh, to cool off. That's awesome. Um, so I, I, yeah, I was about to ask if, if you guys actually had a, um, a sellout point. So yeah, obviously we have. There is a number. I'm just not going out. Oh no, yeah, to and, share yeah, that's fine. It's, like, uh, it's a good internal number to know. It's not a good out there number to know because then if you don't get if you don't get sold out, somebody goes, oh, he didn't hit. He they didn't right. sell. Like, no, no, it's not like that. It is a it's a good personal goal for us. That's right. Cool. Well, and I mean, based on the numbers that you, a, a you had before, you know, with almost you know, thirty five hundred ish. Three thousand five hundred three. Oh my gosh. And here's the best thing about that: the guy I, I hired a kid that day to sit there and use the clicker. Yeah. And we found out that the exit door that was supposed to be exit only um, wasn't being properly watched over by the hotel. So a lot of people were just walking in the exit anyway, and it was a free show, so it didn't matter. But right. That would have been great to know for our numbers. Yeah. So. So, so you got me. You had those kind of numbers in in that that, that smaller space, and you guys have, are probably what ten times. When we did the show, the when we did the show in April, we had just hit, I want to say, three thousand fans. Okay, so, so, so there was so you know, we had least, more people show up than we had fans on Facebook, which right. was awesome. So you, but, you're at least five five times the right. number of fans on Facebook. Exactly. We just cleared fifteen thousand, which, and I I mean this in the nicest way. I don't mean this in a bragging way at all. Uh, while Baltimore Comic Con was going on, we surpassed them by a couple hundred. I think we we're close to a thousand over them. Nice. Yeah, which no. is great. It's, I mean, and I mean fans on Facebook. Of, yeah, I mean, in the sense of us doing our work and getting wow. the word out there. I, I don't mean in any way that we're a bigger show, a better show, any of that. I don't mean that in the slightest. I'm saying what Baltimore Comic Con does and Heroes Con and Awesome Con have done is so ridiculously inspiring. And the fact that we're in such a large area that we can maintain something like that and make a bigger show yeah. and we should have our own big show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And I actually, I just got back from, from Baltimore this past weekend. Which I was a, I was a lot of fun. Yeah. I actually <laughs> ran into, I ran into, uh, to Avery. Did you see Avery in his Tidewater Comic Con t-shirt? I did actually on Sunday. Nice. Nice. Um, if did, he didn't, he would, uh, he and I would later go have words. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He was, he was, he was uh, proudly sporting it. I, um, I, I didn't, didn't stop by to stop and say hello to him. Cause I didn't think it figured he'd remember me from the events, but yeah, he, he always goes to say, look, here's the thing. Our, our volunteers, all that kind of stuff. Like for the most part, they're, they're unpaid volunteers right now. Right. And like, they're going to move their way up, but they're all people that love comic books. You could have come over and says, Hey man, you know, good work on the show you can't wait for the next one anything like these we're all really really approachable yeah oh no 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 yeah yeah he was also looking really tired it was towards the end of the day on it's sunday prob- yeah that's and he was kind of he was kind of propped up against a wall for a little while so <laughs> that's cool so yeah i don't i don't 
unbelievable. We had a lot of fun that convention. Um, yeah, looking forward to. Uh, that was the first time in about four years I'd gone. Looking forward to getting back there again. But nice. I mean, looking forward to some of the some of these more like more manageable shows like Tidewater in terms of just, hey, I can go, I can walk around, yeah. I can actually yep. get there. You know, I got from one side of the convention hall to the other in under five minutes. Oh, cool. At, at New York, it would take twenty five. Oof. And that was if I was being aggressive and pushing my way through. So, <laughs> when know. I went to Heroes, I straight up was like, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't mean to sound mean or anything. Like, uh, so you were mentioning that we, we might talk about uh, MPH. That mm-hmm. is how I was at the, at the Heroes show. I was hitting up every table, ducking between people, moving to the <laughs> left, moving to the right. If I had skates, oh, that would have been the, the best. Uh, uh, two years ago in New York, I had one of those moments where like two, two groups of, of – people were coming and passing mm-hmm. and I was trying to get in between them and I wasn't going to make it. So it took about three running steps, bounced <laughs> off, bounced off a fat guy's stomach and threw. That is awesome. And, and <laughs> thankfully I made it because if I didn't, he would have crushed me. Was the Indiana Jones music playing while you did that? No, but it probably should oh, have been so now bad. that you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> you reach back for your hat. No, none of that. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, we were mentioning uh, M- MPH. So, so what kind of, what comics have you been, been reading lately? Okay, there's two answers to this. There's I'm keeping up with a handful of really good stuff that I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying MPH. I'm not enjoying MPH as much as I'm enjoying Starlight by Mark Millar. Okay. Um, I have yet to get Death of Wolverine, and then you told me that was Steve McNiven. I'm absolutely going to have to check that out. I don't know why I missed that, because I, I, it was everywhere. Like, it was, um, and it's like weekly, right? They're doing all four. I don't know if it's weekly. Bi-weekly, the, maybe? The first one came out, well, practically everything's bi-weekly at Marvel now. <laughs> the first one came out last week, so I don't know when the next one's. I, okay. haven't, looked, I haven't looked at this week's what's coming out this week I don't think they're dragging it out for four four months I, at the very least I know they're not doing that no you know you're just thinking about it, you might be right because they've been doing like one month till two months you know, three, three months two months one month so right. yeah it's a four part series so it may just be one oh a week oh my gosh if it's all McNiven I'm overjoyed I'm going to race out and get it after this um, MPH good but to me not as good as Starlight if you're not reading that stop what you're doing everybody go find that it's um, it's Mark Millar's my opinion it's his take on Flash Gordon in okay. which Flash Gordon goes away has all these adventures comes back and lives for 40 years as, a, as an old man with nobody believing him and it's like it starts <laughs> that's how it starts and it just gets so so good oh, um, I, was like, I think I heard about that it's Someone really really good and like it's, it's MPH is entertaining kind of in the way that all of his other stuff is entertaining but this one is a really feels like a classic almost fairy tale style story um not surprisingly, there's already talk of it getting picked up. And there's already talk of Bruce Willis possibly playing it. These are all rumors, but it's wow. like, even as I even as I heard that he could be it, I started hearing some of the dialogue in his voice in the well, next couple pages. Well, so like, I oh. mean, just you mentioning that, just in concept, that seems like a very Bruce Willis, um, red kind of thing. Oh, absolutely! Like if he, he's, red or Looper, he's, he's exactly looper in that time in his life when he should be playing this role. Yeah, I actually never saw Looper, and I really should have. Yeah. Um, Both because of Bruce Bruce Willis and Joseph was it Joseph Gordon Levitt? Yep. It's great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You didn't see it because of I, that? No, 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 no. I should have seen it, and I, and I didn't. You, but I should have seen it because of that. You're missing out. It's quality. Okay. Original Sin. Original Sin's been, to me, just darn near perfect. It's uh, the Watcher gets shot. It's like more of a mystery noir kind of deal. Yep. Yeah. And uh, but in deep space. Yeah. Well, no, it's on the moon. I mean, he, well, the Watcher. It takes place across like a bunch of different places. Yeah. yeah they, they're going around and finding like. Uh, my favorite part is that like there's just like this trail of. 
crazy cosmic bodies. Like yes. The, like the living That's planet ego is dead. Yep. And like the, the mindless ones and all these kind of things that you haven't seen in a long time in Marvel. It's like they're just, they brought him back for one good story. Mm -hmm. I like that they took a low-leveled guy like the orb and like they brought him up into power. Like that was pretty cool. Midas. Yeah. The mindless Midas. ones with minds and they yeah, don't know yeah. what to well, do I with it. The mindless ah, ones, that was great. I like that the mindless ones having minds, that's somehow a curse to them. They're right. Like, yes. They oh, I can think. They're so angry that they can think. <laughs> yes. That was, that Which was I, I, my I favorite much, thing. I very much take that as uh, in the same way that if if a cat suddenly leapt into being as smart as a human, like they would kind of be annoyed with it. Where it's like, yeah. I just want to nap all day. I just want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be smart. Like, okay, just pet the cat, you know? <laughs> I imagine that cats probably are that way and pretend to be mindless ones. We've actually got a theory that one of my cats is either really, really stupid or is intelligent enough to realize he should be terrified of everything and therefore is. Mm, I'd have to see the cat in question. If yeah, you make it, any it, little YouTube videos or whatever, just post them up for me. Because I'm looking for those all day on the internet <laughs> anyway. Anytime somebody, anytime one of those comes across my feed, I'm like, ooh, share. Ooh, cat video. Yeah, well, it's like I'll watch them, and it's like, it's like, oh, two minutes. Okay, like 30 seconds in, share. I already saw something cute enough on here. Yep. Oh, a duck and a kitten are best friends. Okay, cool. Let's share. Nice. Um, no, yeah, I'm really enjoying Original Sin. I got a little lost in the middle there because I kind of... I, either I missed an issue at one point and then went back to it, or I, there was a, like a long gap in between because I, I read, like I read, I think one through five in a, in a mm -hmm. I was behind on it, so I read one through five real quick, like catching up, and then I think I was had to wait that month to six, and I like spaced out. Every okay. time I do that, I just go back and read all of them again because it's worth it because it's a good story, sure. and then also I can never remember. Over a month, what happened I think the last time? But you know, but I was just, the the last issue, I was just like, "Holy crap! Yeah. What is going on?" It wrapped up so well. A lot of books don't wrap up, well. and they what sucks is a lot of the event books have like two or three epilogues, and this this had that, mm. but in the right way. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like it, it wrapped up enough for the story, so you're not like, oh crud, what was it? Whatever led into Dark Rain, and I'm trying, and I'm was it was that Secret Invasion? Yeah. Yeah. That Secret didn't Invasion, end. yeah. Secret Invasion didn't end, and we ended up with like 18 months of dark rain, and we were just all, by the end, I was banging my head against the wall. I mean, it wall. ended, Wasp dies, Iron Man is knocked off of his tower that he's been on since Civil War. I mean, there's there's some things that happen. No, there's some there's important some things, moments. Th I mean, there are some important moments, but it like, this, like, this wrapped up as an actual story. Yeah. Like, there's stuff going forward, but it's not... Like, it's not just more and more, you know. Are you guys okay talking about spoilers on the show? Yeah. Like, okay. Well, yeah, we'll put a spoiler warning couple, out A couple of my favorite things is Dr. Midas is dead. His daughter has his hand. Yep. Even his dead hand <laughs> can turn things to gold. That was, yep. that was a nice little thing. Yeah. It, it, it seemed very throwaway, but if she does something with that, cool. If she starts using her dead, dad, dead dad's hand to make a lot of gold in the world, um, I imagine economically that's not the best move. But <laughs> if she's doing that and, like, slowly builds up, her empire using her It's so weird that you bring that up because I literally, I wonder if it was, oh, I wonder if it was because of that somebody thought about the same thing. Because um, I was just reading a speculation online just the other day about what how much gold would it take to... Cripple the markets? Yes, yeah. and to make um, it act, gold actually less valuable than wood. Well, and the, all he would have to do is double the current amount of gold, which is a very small amount. Here's like here's 62 the cubic feet or something. I know you were thinking about that because I can read your mind. <laughs> Did I just blow your mind? Possibly. Okay, good. Possibly. If um, anybody in this room could read minds, who do you think it would be? Wrong. I just read your mind. 
okay. Well, the only thing I, I would look forward to about the about the gold market crashing is that G. Gordon Liddy would stop yelling at me for my television. I'm fine with that. <laughs> that would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> um, but like before we three move, in, three in the morning, G. Gordon Liddy's like coming on commercials when I was working night shift, and he's like, "Buy gold." Oh, oh God! <laughs> why, why is G. Gordon Liddy in my living room? He's not him specifically, but those commercials are part of the reason why they're tr- they're they're trying to do an act for a while. In, in Congress, and it was to say that TV volume needs to be regulated oh, by the yep. FCC, <laughs> yeah. and that's what it is. You'd, yeah. you'd have a certain volume for the like the television show be very yep. quiet, and like you're watching your NCIS and you're enjoying it, and so like you know, oh Gibbs. So now when it's all done, <laughs> the next guy comes on, gold, buy gold, you've got to buy gold now. You're like, oh, oh, and it's like this shocking, yeah, disparaging sound. Oh no, yeah, I know exactly. What they're you're trying to about. say that things need to be leveled off. They like, should, you know, and part of it is just like. There's no rule about it. Like, I do believe that part of it is the commercial saying, let's be as loud as we can. But part of it is that there's nobody, there's nobody's job somewhere to just go, oh, let's equalize this all the way through. Right. So that if you're, if you're listening to something at volume 17, it stays volume 17. Right. So. so I'm sorry, Tracy, I've cut you off about four times there. Oh, I was just going to say, before we get off of the comics, I just want to go back to Death of Wolverine and ask, do you guys think he's going to stay dead? I think he's going to stay dead through 2016. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think that it'll be a year of him gone, and it'll be like, so we'll count a couple months in 2014. They'll do the same thing. It worked so successfully for Superior Spider-Man. I think that Wolverine and the X-Men book will be kind of how Batman and Robin was with Robin gone. There'll be other people trying to step into the role. So it'll be or, such and um, such in the X-Men. Captain America, Thor, Iron Man. Um, oh, a Death of Captain America, where the Captain America book went on for how many? I don't oh, get, yeah, yeah. It, I can't it, remember how many issues. It went, it went on, on with Bucky as Captain America. Now, I don't think there's someone who's going to step in and be Wolverine. But I think, I mean, if anybody could, probably X-23. Right. It might be X-23 in the X-Men. Yeah. It might be, although she's in all new X-Men right now, so I'm not sure how that would work. But if it was guest lecturers or professors coming yep. into the school, if it was, there's a, there's a million ways they can do that. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, I, I absolutely And if agree. it's for three three to four issue arcs at a time, then it's like Storm's book, which is very likely going to get canceled. I don't, I don't see that surviving. So if it's Storm and the X-Men, if it's they want to try to boost Nightcrawler a little bit more, Nightcrawler and the X-Men, uh, yeah. a, a, an obvious one to get money would be Spider-Man and the X-Men, you know? Yeah, Kitty Pride may get a little bit more. She's cheating uh, on the, the X-Men. Yeah, There's no way to right. right. That's just right. not going to happen. That's just not I want more happen. Kitty Pride, though. Yeah, I but really we may do. see more Kitty Pride in Guardians. Well, we are seeing more. Between Guardians and um, Legendary, no Legendary yes. Star Lord. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I think they're like, I, they're, well, no, yeah, they're capitalizing on the movie. They're milking the cow, is what they're doing. Yes. It's like, oh, how much can we get off of Star Lord and like, Rocket Raccoon? Absolutely makes sense to me. Groot's in it, wonderful. But the Star Lord stuff, he's already in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and they and they just cameoed in Silver Surfer. It's like I get it. You and it, all that is is the Disney machine at work. That's saying. Let's get this in front of as many eyes as is humanly possible. But I prefer it in in cameos versus right. full, you know, like th- there should be no Star-Lord solo book. There just should not. Well, if you, if they go so far as to make a Groot solo book, that is when I'm, I'm done. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to check that out even in the slightest. Uh, the other amusing thing is that if you remember when Guardians first came back, first relaunched. The Abnet and Landing stuff? No, no, no. Uh, the, the, the. The current series, but when it when it first started with Bendis, yeah, the first okay. yeah the first of the Bendis issues, yeah, they had those like the crazy like spacesuit looking, yep. mm-hmm. and then now it's like, all right, hey, look, it's the movie costume. Look, I'm totally. First of all, we're talking about a mask. 
It's like it's like I believe that he would go from one mask to another, not a big deal. Right. Rocket Raccoon has basically the same look. That's fine. Yeah. There's no unified look for their costumes consistently anyway. That's as far right. as like they don't have a team costume. Not not, so, not in this series anyway. Right. In the last one, they had the red and black thing for a little bit. It wasn't even that long of a stretch. So it's like you're talking about a, a, a team that's been that's been rebooted like nine times between between their original yeah. and and now. So it's like who cares? As long as you know that it's a rocket or it's, as long as you know it's a raccoon and a tree and a dude named Star-Lord and it's all about how he talks, not so much about how he has the mask or the right. or the the comic book. I, I enjoyed the first mask that they had, but once the movie came out, I was like they're totally going to go for this and like well, no, it was and maybe the next day that it yeah. was like oh there you go, there it is. But that, I, I I was I was we were talking about you know milking the cow. It's like just tying it into the movie as much as possible. Yeah, as much oh yeah. as possible. So I'm surprised there's not Guardians of the Galaxy cereal. I mean, if you really want to, if you really want to go for it, like Disney has that power. They, they do. could they could make special edition Guardians of the Galaxy cookie crisp, whatever. I I eat it. If no, it was like, no, it would be Lucky Charms. You think it'd be Lucky Charms? Yep. Why? Because I love Lucky Charms. I think it would be. <laughs> I think it would be something where they could actually make a a a marshmallow tree that's a little little bit of brown and then like the green right? on top and raccoon faces and yeah see it would yeah. be so easy yep yeah and then i would eat all the marshmallows out and throw away the rest would you of eat star lordios no that's just weird that just Why doesn't because it just sounds weird and i'm not a big fan of cheerios anyway what about gamorios no gamorias no no okay all right no. that's fine like more than one gamor I'll, I'll be groot loops <gasps> okay all right i'm on board with the groot loops right groot loops that could happen so obviously, uh, we've been talking a lot about comics here, but you are also a comic book writer. I am a yes. What? I like that you think that's a segue to go from talking about comics to talking about comic book writing. It's still still the same well, wheelhouse. Yeah, we'll talk about. <laughs> oh, I, I want to talk about what, what I'm curious about about your comics. You're the only one. Just you. It's it really is like it's I, it's something that I really do for myself. I really enjoy it. It's like it's not something that I imagine like um, breaking into the bigs anytime soon. I got a lot of work ahead of me as far as that stuff goes. But right. like I have a, I have a combo called the skyrocket and there's six issues of that. And right after the October show, we're going to take a, uh, we're going to come back to issues seven, eight and nine. I have a all ages kid book, a space adventure kind of deal that's coming out. Won't be ready until spring next year for the spring show. Okay. Um, and yeah, a, 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 a Tidewater Comic Con exclusive? Yeah, it'll be. It will be. I have no problems. <laughs> I have no problems saying that I'm going to turn. Let's say we get 15,000 people show up to a convention. I have no problem saying there will be a table of just my stuff. Whether it be sketches that I've made, whether it be here's here's my comic books, you can buy all those. I'll sign them all day. I don't care. I'll sell them at a discount just to just to more people to read it, you know, just to get that kind of exposure. Well, yeah, and I mean, let's face it, as much work as you're putting into this. Yes, thing. I deserve a little <laughs> bit of something coming back. <laughs> a my little bit way. of self indulgence, even just yeah. even just karmically, that's fine. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I do a couple comic books, and like, they're my plan is for them all to go on in some way. I don't want to have anything be. The only one of its type. So there's a there's a Baku, and now I'm gonna do a, a second one of that. I'm gonna do a uh, there, there's two that I just can't name them until we have some stuff worked out. But it's like um, yeah, just a lot, a lot of comic books. Okay. And and I wanted what I really like to get to is um, by the spring show. Here's two fun things that I can tell you guys here first before anybody knows them. Right. Exclusives. Ooh, um, uh. The spring show we want to do in, in the October show we're gonna announce that we're gonna do this. I guess is that for the spring show, we want to have a contest between October and spring that people are going to submit their trailers for comic book movies that don't exist. This can be Moon Knight. This can be whatever you want. But it can't be, you can't make Captain America 3. I don't care. Like, it's got to be something that's got to, you know, like Doctor Strange doesn't exist. That's cool. It can't be a currently existing whatever. Um, 
arguably if you decided to make a Hulk thing, but like I just don't want to see you make the trailer for you know Guardians Two. Like show me something really really out there. Right. Um, something original. I want to see. I want to see Moon Knight. I want to see. Legion of Superheroes. I want to see uh, JSA. I want to see Jay Garrick Flash. Any of these things that people want to do. Um, I feel like that's a really, really fun thing. And we can say maximum is two and a half minutes. We'll post them all up on, we'll watch them all on the big screen. We'll say, hey, we'll leave it to votes online afterwards and say, whoever wins, you're going to get some money to go try to make a 10 minute version for the next convention. And we'll start it all over again so that every year it's, we're showing the best one, we're showing who won, and then we're going to show this year's, you know, this year's contestants, I guess. Nice. How yeah. cool it, would it be to eventually... You remember Trailer Park Heroes, right? Adam Baldwin. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah, where it, it was San Diego Comic-Con. It, actually, I think it was Nerd HQ, honestly, because um, what's the name that always does Nerd HQ was there. Um, and they got Nathan Fillion. Alan Tudyk was in it. Um, who else? There was a whole bunch a whole bunch of famous people. And they got together and they did a, a, a short video, 10-minute YouTube video, that was um, what would happen if all of the cosplayers at San Diego Comic-Con turned into zombies and attacked a trailer park. I'm totally fine with this. That this sounds great. This was like the best thing ever, right? So, yeah. And then they just got real cosplayers from San Diego Comic-Con as to come long out. As, and, as long as it's connected to comic books, I'm fine with it. Like, but how cool would it be to event, like if, if somebody won this contest to have all of like the guests from oh, Tidewater? Like, now do that it. I don't know. That that I don't so know how, how potentially possible that is. I think that's amazing and it's a good way to like brainstorm and think, like, think outside the box and things like that. Um, but I also want it to be like something that's like, I have to... I have to ground it in reality first before we <laughs> can point. go off on the, hey, wouldn't it be cool if da 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 It's like, oh, man, we should just save a couple bucks and get Patrick Stewart to come down and be in my fanfic. No, no, <laughs> no. Those are great far-fetched dreams, but like, I'm, re- I'm really bad about doing that myself. So it's like me sitting here right now, I'm like, oh, Sam Huntington's going to be there, and I'm going to hang out with him for an hour like on his lunch break. Just me. Just me. Like, I don't even, oh, that's bad to think about because I'm like, I don't want to pitch him ideas for stuff that he shouldn't be in. I don't, like, uh, Joel Hodgson, same thing, Mr. Science Theater. I don't want to, like, just, just gab at this guy. It's like, I, because I'm a fan, I have to be very, very careful not to yeah. to overdo it. To be a fanboy. Yeah. It's, it's like a fan man, whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> you have to be professional. Yeah, I have to, like, that's the part that I'm working on is the, the behind-the-scenes stuff honestly sucks. Everything that you guys get to see, oh my God, they're doing this, they're doing the silent disco. That's great. But being on the phone with people to talk about the logistics of a silent disco and or trying to tell somebody who doesn't get it. Like when you're like, I, I was doing an interview before and it was like, we're going to have this, we're going to have this. Now I'm glad that you guys knew what a silent disco was. <laughs> silent dance party, whatever. But somebody else was like, I, I don't get it. It's just, it's just down real low. Like, no, no, it's silent. Well, how do they hear it? No, you're not understanding me at all. Okay. <laughs> Once And I, would, I explained it like three times and it's like, and I know because they aired it, and they cut it. They cut me explaining it. Oh. And there's a little bit of an overdub of like, so you're doing a silent da-da-da. And it's like, there's clearly an audio cut there. And I'm like, oh, come on. So like, anyway, but that's neither here nor there. The, the, to get back to the any kind of point with that was I want to do in the spring people bringing in their own movies and making it very, very interactive. The show, sh- the show shouldn't be that I'm putting on a show for you to check out. It should be that we are all putting on a show and it's just the best thing that we can possibly do. It's I'll bring some guests, we'll do some fun stuff, we'll have trivia, but it should be like every comic shop in the area should pick their best trivia guy. And it should be all the local shops are gonna go against each other. Somebody's gonna win comic book fan of the year. And it'll be, the, the, it'll be a trophy and on top of it, it'll be a little gold comic book being blown by a fan. It'll be a fan on there. like. Comic book fan, ha ha ha! So and you win that, and it's right. like next year, you know, a couple months before the show, 
we go to every shop and we do it all. Like we, we start them all off, give them a questionnaire, mm-hmm. they see how good they are. Get turned into the Stanley Cup here. I don't care. Like I don't care. We turn it into like Stanley Cup. I don't care. Like it, it would be. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that, was, that was not intentional. That yeah, was really yeah. good. I like it. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, with you got all the all the all the past winners on the absolutely different, on the different I, rings. I I would love to have it where it's like. I've been to some conventions where every single square foot is full of something. It's like it's it's somebody selling something. I don't right. care if we have some some attractions that you walk by and it's like, oh wow, here's what could have been three vendors is one space that looks a little bit like the Jeopardy set, and it's like we're asking people questions and letting them take their pictures there, and it's like, just be just be really really silly and like green screen stuff and like if I had, I mean this is so absurd, but if I had the money a life-size sentinel head that you can take your picture next to. And like you you stand in a pose that makes it look like you destroyed it. Or nice. Secret Wars number eight, the first appearance of the black Spider-Man costume. Imagine if we had a, a pinup that was with Spider-Man missing. And so you stood in there and for your photo op, things like that. Like um, the one that I really, really would like to do is the X-Men Days of Future Past, where it's like we would take out Wolverine and Kitty Pride. So it would just be behind you is the, the posters of everybody that's been all the mutants that have been killed nice. and, a, and, a, and awesome a, and a um, that would be really a cool. spotlight from a sentinel and you just stand there defending somebody like it's that'd be really really neat to do things that and that's where I'm enjoying it. it's like the the fun of trying to think up stuff that nobody's done and make our show that much different that'd be no that'd be a lot of fun that's pretty awesome did you have a second thing you were no okay if I if I did I rambled so much that I totally lost my point yeah which which happens a lot. Because it's been long, long days recently. It's been like 18-hour days of doing show-related stuff. Yeah, I've been, I've been seeing your posts on Facebook. and you, you Have you seen them at 3 o'clock in the morning when all heck breaks loose? I've seen that they were at 3 o'clock in the morning. I am rarely <laughs> up at that hour. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. I'm working a normal day shift, and I'm rarely up at that hour. Although, when I first messaged you to, uh, to, to get the first interview going... I was working back 12s. So like you, you were getting like messages in the middle of the day. Yeah. Because I would send messages when I went to bed and yeah. when I got up from bed. <laughs> no, I understand. It, it's, that was a lot of hard work. This is a lot of hard oh, yeah. work. There's going to be more hard work to make things even bigger. Like, like right now, I'm like, oh. Like I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling good about the show. This is good. Like I, I got a month to go. Everything's roughly in place. But like I'm sure the day of, I'll be just insane. I'll just be... You'll be Flash the running around his head cut off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Bridezilla. I, I, yeah. Oh, no, I won't be Bridezilla because like even people at the first show were like, I was running around. I was running around doing my best job to be a good host, make sure everybody's having a good time. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It wasn't that I was running around going like, no to this, and you got to move that. <laughs> I, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that's like, all right, are we out of chips? Let's go get some more chips. Oh, turn yeah. the music up. Like I want to be that host. Yeah, but I mean, you you definitely looked absolutely exhausted. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, just just completely drained after the, the yeah. first show. And the, well, and this is, well, because you know, because like the yeah. the AC broke down on one side. So at one point, I'm just sweating profusely, and people are assuming <laughs> that that means well, he's uh, he's in the weeds here. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like, no, I was handling it well. I was just so <laughs> excited. There's a difference between somebody coming up to you and going like, you know, having a problem, and you can solve it in a minute. That's fine. Right. But like the problems that we were experiencing were problems that were so ridiculously unforeseeable. It was like we had to give out a prize every hour as a door prize. And it was like, all right, well, we'll just announce it in the hall. And then we couldn't, we couldn't possibly do that because people were in the hall, around the hall, out, off to the side, outside the building. And it was like, all right, well, even we said, we're going to do this every hour. Every hour, people crammed in and made it worse. So it was like, we need to announce it as fast as we can. I'd jump up on a chair yep. and just be like, <laughs> okay, everybody, who's got the following ticket? And it's like, give it five minutes and nobody's, nobody's found the t- Oh, just the worst. So little, little things like that that yep. you're like, okay, well, next time. I had a megaphone outside, but I didn't bring it inside because the the hotel said, you know, you can't be blasting a megaphone in there. It's like, 
later in the day when they needed to find me, they wish they had a megaphone, but whatever. So, <laughs> Yeah, very true. Uh, but, was... but now the convention center, I, I totally have the okay to use a megaphone. Fantastic. So, yes, and that's going to be what I really, really enjoyed at the show was before it happened, the calm before the storm, was like me sitting outside with but, the megaphone and telling everybody, all right, guys, who's ready? And people were like, Meh. and I'm like, no, this is not that kind of show. You are not going to be outside and just be like iffy about this show. Yep. You guys are here early. Let's, you know, let's, 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 let's cheerlead. Let's whatever we got to do to make this to the point where when I finally opened the doors, I shook every hand of, I think the first 200 people. And then after that, I was like, there's no way I can't No, <laughs> I thought it was going to be such a small attendance that I could pull right. that off. You know, like, hi, I'm Mike. And you are like, there's no way. There was no way. Like by the time oh, no. it was done, and and little kids are high fiving and parents are hugging you, and I'm like, I'm try- I was like, okay, I thought it would just be just handshakes. But at some point, you get the guys that are like hardcore fans that don't go out to out of the area for shows, and they crush your hand. <laughs> They're just like, oh, I'm so happy. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you ever watched. The next day, the, my hand hurt. I mean, uh, for real. Like, I don't know if you ever watched the uh, the West Wing. You talking about when? Hold on, let me see if I can I, I can get this. It's when Alan Alda's character. Gets his hand crushed. Yep. Yep. I know exactly <laughs> where you're going. That. You know, Love that show. Al, yeah, Alan Alda's you know, the, the, one of the presidential candidates to the end of the series, and uh, he goes to shake some guy's hand, and the guy just like, crushed. Like, actually breaks his hand. Yeah. But it's like two weeks before the end of the, the campaign, and he doesn't want to appear like a like a wrinkly old man who's like weak. So he's just like wait, you know, he just gets through it. Yeah. So every time he's you know gets back in the car and stuff, he puts on like an air cast. But it's like that's oh, a bummer. It was uh. Santos, and who was he? Santos was the other guy. Santos with oh, Jimmy Smith. Shoot. I have to know this. I have, to, and, and I think anybody listening is going to be sad if they don't right. know this. It was Santos and my friend Ezra Peterson. I'm going to point. I'm going to make him listen to this so that he can hear how how I'm struggling for this name right now. That's how tired I am that I'm struggling for this. Donna, Josh, yep. I can name all these other things. <laughs> uh, Arnold Vinick. Vinick, there you go, Vinick. And you know what's really funny was? At the time, they were both based, no, that's not true. Um, Arnold Vinick was very clearly based on McCain. Yes. But um, Santos was based on like the concept of somebody do, uh, somebody pulling a Barack Obama. Yeah. He was not Barack no, Obama. No, 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 no. But, but he was, absolutely. could a guy come from relative obscurity doing a really small town job and you know, all this kind of stuff? I mean, part of me just in the back of my head was going, it's Hawkeye running for office, but yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of MASH. But That's good. I love that show so, so much. Yeah. I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think if there's any way to relate this back to comics. And let me see if I can pull this off. Ready? West cool. Wing uh, had, had Alan Alda, who was Hawkeye. Hawkeye just got canceled. We can go that way with it. Or we can go uh, West Wing had Martin Sheen, who was the villain in Spawn, which is going to get remade by Todd McFarlane. Which way do you want to take it? The lady or the tiger, guys? I'll go with, I'll go with Spawn because remaking Spawn is happy and Hawkeye getting canceled is really sad. It is a bummer, but at least he gets to do sex criminals and like he's doing other great oh, stuff. Oh, you know, yeah, he's doing all kinds of insane stuff. Yeah. It's just like... You oh. wish he could keep doing insane stuff for Hawkeye. Yep. Yeah. But Hawkeye's going to get back to being a Secret Avengers kind of book because of that. Oh, I think that he leaves it and then he'll probably end up being in Secret Avengers. Well, he's already in the Secret Avengers. But oh, I mean, which, it'll be a bigger deal. In which, which has kind of gone off the deep end and I'm worried about. Yeah. Do you, well, let me ask you this. Since Falcon's going to become Captain America, do you think Hawkeye should become Falcon? He's got Hawk in the name, man. Would you be okay with that? Yeah. Him having wings? Sure, why not? Nice. That's not the weirdest thing that's happened in comics by any stretch. How about this? Falcon Captain America using Hawkeye as his sidekick. 
At least for a little bit. Well, at least Hawk- team up. Well, at least Hawkeye's getting with. used at that point. Uh, I would go with uh, I would go with Hawkeye. Something bad happening in him too. He's he's kind of out for a while. Either goes back to being Ronin or something like that. And Kate Bishop Hawkeye being under Falcon. That could be fun. I would I would enjoy that as well. What about you? I don't have an opinion on this. I what? Think, I, think, I, I, think we know, I think we just lost Tracy off the deep you did. end here. Because I've, I've, I've had this idea in my head to ask Mike for like 15 minutes, and I can't get a word in edgewise, so this must be how you felt on the last podcast. This is, that's my fault. <laughs> that's absolutely my fault. And, and this, is, this is what I think my mutant power is. I can ramble to the point where everybody else starts rambling too. And nice. everything goes off the rails. That's so a great mutant power, though. It's, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's not the as equivalent good as my of monologuing. Reading. but. <laughs> <laughs> so what's my question, then? Um, it's mm. going to be I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm comic sure. book related. Mm-mm. No, not comic book related? No. Nope. Really? O- only tangentially. I'm sensing Black Adam somewhere in your skull right now. No. no? <laughs> not okay. even close, although we can come back to that. The Rock second. as Black Adam. That's uh, a big deal. Yeah. That's yes. a big deal. Um, yeah, we, we're going to come back to that in just a second. But my question was about Tidewater Comic Con again. So See, I, go, I didn't want to just back. assume. Right. I did know that, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know that when we're on the blog we occasionally get an awesome email or just a moment where we just go aha i think we're on the right route i think um, i know where this is going go ahead i know that you <laughs> i know Mike, mike's got a, an insane grin on his face right now no it's not a grin it is a evil bite your tongue oh. it's one of those like prepare myself to not say something bad about something yes or, okay but, go ahead, go ahead. but i know you've had these moments too when it was just like holy crap this is gonna work Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're talking about positive things, yes. yes, absolutely. When Kelly Jones finally was able to come to the show, that was a big deal. Nancy Collins was a huge help in that. She's doing... Um, Vampirella? Yeah, Vampirella. Yeah. I was, I, for whatever reason, as I did that, I turned to you and I thought borderless. Because yeah, she was, appeared there to do yeah, it. And I, actually, I was there. I got to talk to her for, to her for a She's great. Bit. She is great. She had some crazy stories about like the early... Early, early days of image and like you have no idea conventions back in the 80s she, she has things <sighs> that I've I've sworn myself I would never tell but they're just so good oh yeah but like ask her about Swamp Thing ask her about yeah. um, the Vampirella Current stuff oh my gosh she's, she is, she's just a nice lady she's just like yeah. really really cool and she reached out on behalf of us to get Kelly Jones there Kelly Jones in case you guys don't know anybody listening Kelly Jones is the guy that drew the covers to Nightfall which is where Batman got his back broken so nice. when that okay. happened when he goes hey Mike I can make it like and it's it's in a message on Facebook. It's not in a holy. It's not, it's not in a long oh. contract or this or that. It's like, hey, Mike, I can make it. So one, you remembered my name, which is probably easy because Facebook. Right. But that's but whatever. <laughs> but still, that means a lot to me. So and it was like it was it was said in such a casual way that it's like, oh my gosh. So now it's it was very chummy. So now we're friends. Yes. Yes, we're friend, We were already friends. He's on Facebook. my friend. We were friends on Facebook, awesome. and the fact that that happened at all, it's like so. I get to say the guy who to me draws like the most intimidating Batman with the giant ears and the crazy like. All the details in the cape, yeah. and like sometimes there's sometimes there's uh, there's claws, sometimes mm-hmm. there's not. I mean, just uh, his his Batman is quintessential. You need to go check out his Batman. Yes. And so now to to I get to say this, I get to say that I am the guy that brought the man who broke Batman's back to town. And that's a long sentence. That's fine, but I still get to like in my heart, I know that it's like right. oh Nancy Collins, I will forever be indebted to her doing that. And it's like she's so great. It's like. Like I, we had, she couldn't make the first show. We didn't. We hadn't met. And right. it was like, but then five minutes with the meeting her, it was like, you absolutely need to be at our next show. Oh my gosh, she does Vampirella. It'll be close to Halloween. Like the, some of these things are like, kismet. It's 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 very very perfect. Yes. Um, that happened when I got Joel Hodgson. Um, some people were like, oh, he's not really a comic book. I don't care. Joel Hodgson's just a cool dude. And it's one of those same things where it's like, comes off as the nicest guy in the world. I'd rather have that than. 
than the the top celebrity of this that yeah that. no, it's like, no I if agree. I can work with all these people and have a good time and it, if it does if it feels like you're coming to my party in my backyard yep which for the sake of this conversation is the convention center then that's that should be how it is it should be we all had a good time everybody left people got got paid accordingly for their skills and their abilities and their fees and what then great you know yep yeah now, I you, thought you were gonna ask I was I was like I was like if there's any insane stuff that happens, the good stuff I'm, far outweighs that. When when but a I've teacher, seen I've seen these like super passive aggressive posts on Facebook that I know oh, they're about not something else. They're just straight <laughs> aggressive. I don't know what you're reading. Like they're yeah. As I, as I sit there, I'm like carving an apple with a knife. I'm just like yeah, just biting it. Um, there there's there's setbacks like anything else, but it's like because I enjoy it so much because this is my passion. When something bad happens, it really happens. And when you insult the show, like, I really take it personally. Now I've gotten to the point where it's like, within five minutes, that's off my back. That's no big deal. But when you say something, we had a guy who, who emailed and was like, hey, uh, you're not doing a very good job of promoting. I live in this way far away city and I haven't heard about it. And I'm like, 20,000 posters and flyers, all this Facebook work nonstop, Twitter, Instagram, freaking Reddit, you name it. Like, and, and, reaching out to these celebrities and getting all this kind of stuff done, working with, just, just to name a few, Trilogy Tattoo, Virginia Beach Public Libraries, O'Connor Brewing Company, Video Game Heaven, Volleyball, uh, the Volleyball Virginia Beach Association, all of these things. It's like, none of that's easy. And if you're gonna say that, you, this I'm gonna sound like a jerk, but here we go. If you're saying that you didn't hear about it because you're not on any of those things, I don't know how I'm supposed to reach you anyway. Am I supposed to deliver a flyer to the rock that you're living under? I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. there's no such thing as 100% market penetration. That's no. just a fact. So I've done to, to, to what I believe to be the best job that myself, all the volunteers could possibly do. There's not a single one of us that's like sleeping well every night, being lazy, you know, like these posters are getting out there. Which, I mean, it's, it's shaking every hand, punching every baby. Is that the expression? Am I using that wrong? Sure, we'll um, that. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what it is. Like we're ridiculously out there, and so when somebody like says something along the lines of like, "You're not doing a good job," I'm like, "You, I don't even know how to. I, I don't even know what to do." I hulk out for a split second. At the very least, I might not physically. I don't, look, Andrew. I might not look like much. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a, a waif. I'm a bit of a tiny guy, but in my brain there is a Hulk, and it just is pushing on every part of my skull to get out. And it's like, I let me do it, let me do it, Mike. Let me go find this guy via Facebook, right. hunt him down, and just, at the very least, I mean, as far as passive aggressive, would I ever do that? No, I would never go so far as to do these terrible things that I would think of for a split second. But it's like, I wanna go to your house and I kinda wanna rip one of your comic books. Like, in the, and, then, and then hide in the corner just to watch you find it. And then like, ha <laughs> like ha, but that's about as far as that, that kind of stuff goes. Well, no, I mean, like, you mentioned that post specifically and I saw that one and I mean, immediately my response was, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like. Well, the, the best part about that was, <laughs> it starts that way and then the next sentence he's like, I want two tables. I'm like, you are out of your mind. It's right. like, I had two tables at that point. I'm not giving them to you. Right. I will give them to you. And there's some organizations that just want to be there. It's like like we have, um, um, there's a fun run that wants to be there. There's things that have nothing to do with comics, but they have everything to do with being a good human being, which but, you are not. So I'll give it to this person absolutely. who wants to do something absolutely. positive. Yeah, really. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, so Black Adam? Black Adam. The Rock is going to be okay. Black Adam. Yes. Now, here's the weird part about that. I feel like they, they've made a misstep, DC, as they have done many missteps True. i feel like they've done a misstep in announcing the villain before the hero 
Yeah, and because now whoever is going to be the hero is going to be like, oh, okay. If it's another wrestler, they have a chance at pulling in all these wrestling fans. That's fine. I don't know yep. any good wrestler that's going to go be uh, Billy Batson. I mean, because they have to. It's a dual thing, so they have to right. cast a kid and and, and a Captain yep. Marvel yep. Shazam, which is going to be called Shazam and not Captain Marvel, which is weird in itself. So, but as far as all that stuff goes, yes, they have landed the absolute perfect guy to be Black Adam. There's Are you guys serious? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. He even looks like Black Adam. You think somebody could be better for the Black Adam? No, I just Black Adam. I, I don't know why we keep casting the Rock because all I ever mind. see is the Rock. First of he, all, he <laughs> peaked at Scorpion <laughs> King. You are out of your mind. No, that I was, can't that was nobody's it. peak. <laughs> that was nobody. No, that's that's my point. That was um, his peak. That, that no, was no, it. No. Now I look at Apparently him and I'm like, you haven't seen the Tooth Fairy. Clearly, I, 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 <laughs> I haven't seen the, the Tooth Fairy. Actually, uh, somebody put up a meme. It was like one of those like you know stupid things people say, and one of them was like a picture of the Rock, and like as a wrestler, like you know back in his wrestling days. Yeah. And then a a more recent picture, and he's like, "Hey, does anybody think Dwayne Johnson looks like the Rock?" (laughs) Which is just an instant facepalm. Look, I I totally agree with that. It's very funny. What I think is crazy to me is that nobody, some people don't believe that he can do it, and it's like all he has to do is go back to the same acting he did when he was the Rock, when he was the heel, and it's like, and you'd be totally fine with it. The role will call for no funny one-liners. It'll call for no smiling, which is his bread and butter. That's all he wants in every movie. So if, it's, if it, you take that away from him, if he plays and it really, if he gets crazy in shape again, I haven't seen Hercules, but like w- the little clips that I saw of it, it's like... It looked awful. Well, I'm not talking about the, the it's look It's the rock. Of it. it looks stupid. It's I love Hercules. I was so mad. You love Hercules? I love the... Like Kevin Sorbo the, Hercules or just the concept of Hercules? No, the original like, Are you Greek reading myth. Marvel Hercules? Like when they had no. that? See? Because I don't... You can't I'm, love Hercules all over if you're not no, 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 checking no, no. those out as well. The Greek myth actually. of Hercules. Need, so. need, so. Like heard, the idea of the original guy that strode along the sticks with the lion on his... Like him, I love. The, the Rock? As her oh, case, I was is so l- mad. I was so mad. Look, you might be predisposed to some distaste for him, <laughs> so you are not someone He's who so should boring. be smelling what The Rock is cooking in far, <laughs> in, in, in as far as him being Black Adam. Well, well, yeah. Black Adam, what you need to do is go find some Black Adam stories and books. 52. And go, yeah, 52 is amazing. Go read that, his portion of it. Um, read and you'll of, go I'll like... Read you, all of 52. It's more, it's more of just wanting to see that level of badass character in a, in a movie, we're talking about somebody who could who could beat the crap out of Captain Marvel, and that's fine. I could care less. But I I want to see that it stumbles into the Justice League movie, and that Black Adam goes toe to toe with with Superman. And if I get to see The Rock in slow motion, not smiling, really angry, really gritty, like more of a Fast and Furious face, I don't know. And he slow motion punches Henry Cavill, Cavill, how are you say it? Yeah. Slow yeah. motion punches Superman, and it knocks him out because he's magic. Done. If you, it, I especially want to see him do it with one punch, like one crazy punch up in the up in the atmosphere, out in space, knocks him off planet. I don't care. Like I want all of that. And and with magic, you have that. Like I get that all the other Kryptonians came to Earth and just beat the crap out of him day one. Like he's I'm Superman, and everybody just jumps on him. But this would be a little longer. Now you got to up the ante. And how do you do that? And it's like so many of these Superman movies have been kryptonite kryptonite yeah. kryptonians i get it i get it if you're gonna finally go magic and black adam has lightning coming out of his eyes and his face and he's like you know now he doesn't have to yell can you smell what black adam's cooking but if he says <laughs> if he, he says nothing he it's could. even better yeah i like that black adam never touches his feet to the ground he's always floating i love all these things and if he does that and he, 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 he it is because he's he thinks of himself as better 
than man. And it's like, oh, like if he's always just kind yeah. of floating there with his godlike power. Now, yeah, you need to you need to go and read the um, uh, in fifty two Black Adam fifty two or the was it the Injustice Society no Society uh, Secret Society of Villains whatever whatever oh, that one is what there's a is. there's a mini out of that and the cover of it is like him just basically in a throne of skulls and bones and oh it's so good so let me ask was you guys do you also like Vin Diesel no that's ridiculous really see I see them on the same level they they are on the same level. But one is clearly much, much worse. Vin Diesel, his saving grace is that he was the voice of Groot and that he's the voice of the Iron Giant who likes... Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, he likes the, he likes Superman. That's fine. I'm not saying he's a quality actor. I know people that love Pitch Black and whatever. That's Pitch the Black, Riddick stuff. Pitch Black was okay. I actually did like the original Fast and Furious. I don't Th- that was the, That was the only thing he was good in. That's not true. Vin Diesel's been in other stuff. You didn't like The Boiler Room? Everybody likes the boiler room. With Ben Affleck, that means Groot and Batman were in the same movie at one point. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, and by that, you get Groot, Daredevil, and Batman were the I same I would movie. love to yeah. play a game of Six Degrees with you because I feel like you would with win. With Vin Diesel? No, just Six oh. Degrees. Like, sure. of, of any. There's pr- there. You've managed to find a tie-in for every single thing we've talked every, about. Well, right now, everybody's becoming a superhero. So they, they And even the, the woman from... She was in a couple horror movies recently, and she was also... Well, one horror movie, but she was also in... Um, Zero Dark Thirty, the woman from that, once she actively went out and said, "I want to be in a superhero movie," as did Al Pacino. Once that happens, yeah, Al Pacino did that. Once that happens, oh, it's it's it's, e- it's easy enough to play this game because of Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon being a villain in Days of Future Past makes yeah, it all you're done. possible. Yep, 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 yeah. Well, he was no, not Days of Future Past. He was in um, um, First, um, class. First Class. Thank you. Oh, that's you're absolutely right. Um, well, I want to say if Martin Scorsese was making a superhero film, Al Pacino would definitely be. I just don't know who he'd play. Hoo-ha man? I have no idea. No. The thing is, is that he announced know. that after he went to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, like, it, did he want to be a superhero in that movie? Because what would he, he play? He could be anybody. There's a million things. That, first of all, he could have played the Collector, Benicio Del Toro. Like, there's characters. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a million, there's yeah, a million oddball be. characters that you could play. I would be completely content with friggin' uh, Al Pacino playing... J. Jonah Jameson in the next Spider-Man reboot. Who cares? He could be anybody. He could be a lesser villain in Captain America and you'd suddenly care because he's that guy. I mean, there's you could bring him back as a Red Skull. I don't care. If Al Pacino wants to be in a Marvel movie, you let him be in a Marvel <laughs> movie. You don't say no to that. At oh, by the way, it's also... It's going to be okay for Leonardo DiCaprio to do it. And then no, everybody no. will be like, no. At some point, at some point if, if, I told you, if I told you 10 years ago that Captain America is getting made, and I said, oh, you know who's up for it? Leonardo DiCaprio and Natural Blonde versus Chris Evans, who already played Human Torch. Who would you have gone with? I have, nah, a, thing. Who I would have, you have, I have with? a thing for Chris Evans, so I, w- I would be totally okay with that. Sorry. All right. At the time, I would have gone with DiCaprio because... There you go. He would Chris, brought some- Ev- Chris Evans at, th- at that time was like not very good. Yeah, he's done a great job as Captain America. I think he's wonderful. I'm not saying go back and redo it. Did he see any of his other movies, though? He was good in other movies. He just wasn't really good as the Human Torch. Right, but that's what I had seen him in at that time. I then saw him in Sunshine. I then seen him in other stuff. And he, especially Sunshine, just completely blew my mind. It's becoming the the norm for a a high class. I think it's because of Robert Downey Jr. I think it's a high class, high caliber Hollywood actor to go, oh, you know what? I'm going to make my art house film. And then I'm going to make my money film just to show that I can I can always bank. Right. That's it. Like like Hollywood can count on me to always bring it home. And so it's like, you know, name anybody right now. It's like every single person's like doing the like Christian Bale being Batman and then going and doing American Hustle. 
It's like, okay, I didn't see that coming. And then it just looks and better on you because American you're Psycho. like, yeah, it's, it's almost like this. This is what it's turning into. It's you have your day job or you're a teacher, right? You're a teacher. Nine months out of the year, you got to go do this. And that's for him, that's Batman. And three months out of the year, you go get to do whatever you want. He's like, American Hustle. Or he's like, American Hustle. Whatever. Right. You, do you know who's just mentioned that he would be interested in doing Black Panther? Just did this the other day. I happened to be there. Uh, hold on. Happen. You were there for it? I wasn't like in the room. It Anthony was on Mackie? Reddit. No, no way. No, it was on Reddit. Wait, wait, wait. Who? On Reddit. It was on Reddit? Idris Elba? No, he, he's already been... Uh, he's my choice for him, by the way. He's also yeah. my choice for John Stewart. A lot Stewart. of people like that. I love him anyway. But Elba. no, this is somebody Ooh, else. John Stewart. I like that. Like, yeah. yeah, I like Idris that Elba, John Stewart would be great. But he'd only be great with Wally West Flash. So what they're doing with this whole Arrow show and like having all that, I just don't care for that at all. So not, I'm saying Barry Allen's great. This guy's a little old. They're com, they're he's a little on the older side, but he's also a little on the older side. Yeah, but he's Morgan Freeman wants to be Black Panther. No, but that would be so cool. <laughs> if Morgan no, 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 no. I tell you right now, if Morgan somewhere Freeman, in between Morgan Freeman and Idris Elba, dear God, no, Eddie Murphy wants to be Black Panther. <laughs> um, if if Morgan Freeman wanted to play uh, Black Panther's father, I'd be totally down with that. Yeah. I would also be completely fine with James Earl Jones being being Black Panther's father. Oh, man. Well, no, and that actually, would be, that would really work. That would just work. be a more you serious version of Coming know? to America. Yeah, I'm fine with that as well. <laughs> I have no problem. I don't care if they make Coming to America 2 and Eddie Murphy plays Black Panther in it. I don't care. It'd be fun. Like, I, I find all of these movies entertaining. When people take the Marvel movies way too seriously or the DC stuff, I'm just yeah. like, you're you're ruining it it's in, a the, comic in the weirdest way. It. Yeah, it's like, it's like, Nothing's gonna like, same thing with the you know the market penetration. Not you're not gonna get 100% of the people, and like you're not gonna please 100% of the people as far as the Marvel and right. DC movies. There's stuff that I thought was ridiculous. I, I'm I still wasn't on board with, with Chris Evans until I saw it. Yeah, it was like once it happened, it was like the guy that made the Rocketeer, like he made the movie just right. And I was like, perfect. You know, I have no complaints. I was I was in the wrong, and I can say that. But do I still think in my heart that that Leonardo DiCaprio playing Captain America would have been just insane? Yeah. It'd been awesome, especially after some of the roles he's done recently. When he'd, when he'd have buffed when, up for it, you'd have been like, "No, uh, you're just shaking your head no." There. Also, uh, you have to the, actually say no. It's a podcast. No. We can't tell that you're shaking your head no. Hey, 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 real quick. So who 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 said Black Panther? Denzel Washington. No. Seriously? I know. I believe you. I believe you. And I, you're saying no that I'm you don't like Bla- it. I'm saying. I'm saying at his age, he'd have to be Black Panther's dad. He'd have to be the guy that dies for Black Panther to become Black Panther. No way that works. I love Denzel Washington. I think he's great in everything. Do I see him as that? No. If you told me he was going to be Mr. Terrific in DC, great. If you could yeah, do, like okay, that he's, he's the right age for that. If you if you told me they were going to create a new thing, if you told me he was going to be Black Lightning, oh, that'd be so good. But they would never do it. They're not going to go they're not going to waste that level of character on that guy. Like it's not going to happen. So. Right, so Who else? Well, so I think we've been going for a while here. And so. it has to be uh, younger people too, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit in terms of you know, what we've been doing in terms of comics, but uh, what else have you been been checking out lately, aside um, from the uh, books, movies, shows? Well, honestly, aside from well, the I've, I've been rewatching Boardwalk Empire because I absolutely love it, and like it I, is I, an I, I, awesome I'm, I'm kind of using yeah. it as half research too because I want to base something in that era. I want something to be in the 1920s. I also, because of it, I returned to a fan fiction that I've been working on, and it is again never gonna it's never gonna make it so what's the point i can i can tell it on here it's that a a prohibition officer gets the green lantern ring in the 1920s um a a kid mistakenly thinks he sells his soul to the devil and lightning hits the tree that he's at and he becomes the flash uh wonder woman would be a suffragette uh clark kent would be a really old-fashioned news reporter where it mattered when it really mattered 
and and Bruce Wayne that that's one that's kind of iffy. I think he'd probably be some kind of industrialist where it's like he's trying to progressive America, all that kind of stuff. And that and that Lex Luthor and some of these other dudes would be like straight up old fashioned gangsters. I mean, nice. old fashioned mobsters, not even like you know, like Once Upon a Time in America style gangsters. Oh yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But I like the idea of the Flash being a kid who's like trying to run moonshine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and he's he keeps getting caught, and he's a bumbling little kid. And like, he he he's like, I'll sell my soul to never get caught by the cops again. Lightning hits the tree, giving him super speed. So now he's confused as if it happened because of him selling his soul, or if it was like a very Robert Johnson kind of like I want to be the world's greatest guitarist yep. kind of moment. You know? And like, and then he just starts starts running. I could even still adapt that portion of the story to be. Just a moonshining kid superhero. I, I don't know why I like that so much, but I do. Oh, no, but I Boardwalk saying, Empire, because I watch that, it's like, oh, the costumes, the the, the dialogue, everything. They've about done it. such a good. I, I know the budget for that show was yeah, insane, and I think the, I think but the, they've done a the great fi- job. This with is gonna it. be the final season coming up, yeah, it is. and it's the uh, which the fourth season was kind of iffy anyway. But like the first three seasons, great, perfect. Yeah, they great. were gold. But um, but I would like to see a superhero based in that time period, a straight up superhero, not right. costuming himself, not noir. Not the shadow, which came later, but like, right. you know. Um, but I think that be- came out of the rise of mobsters and gangsters and all that kind of stuff. So they, the mythos had to change for who would we have to fight these guys now. And they need, and because it was mobsters that would go after your family, I think a little bit go- well, that I mean, goes I mean, to that being goes, a masked man. Oh, so that goes back to, I mean, the first issue of Superman, he's fighting mobsters. Yeah. He actually does. Have you ever read the first issue? I like have. He does a He does a ton. Right. It's in, not in, one story. It's like. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not. He it does a ton. And he does it in like, or like like less than 20 pages yeah yeah it's like it's a really short like it's like you get like two pages two yep. pages a page two pa- like it's just you're just going right from one to another and the lack of background detail when you look at a comic book <laughs> back then and they're like oh when people say like jack kirby it's like he was putting so much detail in. i don't understand how he was like even plotting as many books as he was but right. then you see like the detail in like the really old superman and batman stuff it's like my god like you'd barely get a shoulder and a head in and like that was a panel yeah. it's like how like mm, i don't know it's amazing to see how, how it was to where, where it got, to where it is, even. Yep. So Tracy, what about you? <laughs> so it's my senior year, <clears throat> and I'm taking my senior seminar, and um, all I'm reading is about power and the uh, advent of the state and the U.S. military history and comparing... I, it's ridiculous. I don't. I haven't done anything fun in a very long time. I was going to say it's very Machiavelli, Machiavellian. Oh, I'm reading right, him too. I'm fact, actually reading him too. Have you checked out Superman Red Sun? I don't know. Can I read it for class? You probably could actually. I, yeah, that's like, no. I'm saying it's, it's it's actually really good. It's one short trade, and it's if Superman was born in Russia. It's that's it's so so good. I might pass that on. Actually, I'm, saying, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge Superman fan. There's like a small select group of trades I'll read. The Superman Birthrights. Wonderful, um, Jeff John's Secret Origins is really good by him. Yep. There's not as many Superman solos, like even trades that I enjoy as much as I enjoy Batman stuff or yeah. any, anything oh, yeah. else. Superman's, um, Superman's just clearly not my favorite, but like there's still good stories being told with Superman. Yeah, I mean, this is this, um, All Star Superman. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. that's fantastic. That's, that is absolutely a must. And you, and, you, and you get the Frank Quietly art. Yeah. Um, and if you read it in trade, you didn't have to wait the months and months that there was delays <laughs> nope. between that. So because Frank quietly does not work quickly. No, it's no. worth it, but it, it, not quickly. No, I read that in trades. Um, uh, I, I believe his. Uh, I believe it was originally his name was Frank Quietly and Slowly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, 
There's also the. Um, <laughs> I also want to read the the new, the new Krypton stuff. That little. That that's launch. okay. I mean, is it that's. To me, that's one more thing that there's like, it's like, I don't need to go back to that every single time. Every time I read Superman, I don't need to read about Zod. I don't need to right. read about Brainiac. I don't need to read about the and Boss I, City I anymore. Thinking, Show me some new stuff. I was just thinking about that as like standalone, you know, here's a couple of trades of it. Oh, yeah. Hey, did you ever read uh, um, Brian Azarello's Luthor? I did not. Or his Joker? Like he, he did two, I know, two great I know books of them. I have not villains. read them. They're, they're standalone and they're, and they're damn near perfect, especially the Joker one. Azarello's the Joker really one is good. like, he gets out. He gets out of jail and just goes back to his old ways. But it's like how everybody kind of turned on him. Like people were like, and it, it's right. very much told from more of a gangster point of view where it's like, oh, well, if you're, in, if you're in a gang and people are collecting money on your behalf, that should be going to you in prison. They weren't sending him his money, like things like that. So it was like, right. he, goes, he goes back like with the vengeance. Really, really cool. And like, and like they treat it more as um, street level and killer croc is just a dude that's disfigured and the the penguin is just a guy who owns a back alley casino kind of right. you know it's like so it's very very believable you're like oh there could be a dude walking around just in face paint like that and like ugh. like i think that really really goes to the heath ledger joker more than anything yeah you actually reminded me i was at baltimore this last weekend and uh there was a guy walking around in joker makeup and whatnot who looked like grandpa munster oh that's like, awesome like it, it looked it, it looked like the the, you know, the grandfather for the monster put just put on Joker face. Nice. Face. At some point, I want to dress up as the Caesar Romero Joker. I just love that. That's like, I love the idea of the guy who's like, mm, my trademark is my mustache. I'm not going to shave it. I'm going to put white makeup on over have, it. Have you, have you, have you shot taken, for shot a little bit more? Have you taken uh, a good look at the Batman '66 Joker Funko Pop? No. If you take a very good is close it clearly look, Caesar Romero? It's cle- clearly Cesar Romero, and there's clearly a, a mustache. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That is me. a fine it's, attention to detail right yes, there. Yes, it is. I like that. Um, Those Funko Pops are amazing, too. Yeah. They're, they're also I addictive. Them. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I don't, thank you. I'm, I'm, I don't yes. know a single person yes. that's gotten one that hasn't been like, well, if I just, I'll just get Magneto. I can't get Magneto without Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. It turns into right. that. Wait, there's a Scarlet Witch? No, I'm saying... Uh. Conceptually. <laughs> you, you, just, you just stopped her heart. Yeah. I, and oh, if that's I right. You're a very big Scarlet Witch fan. Yes, I am. If they, if they had one and I didn't already own it, there would be a problem. Interesting. Um, Are you excited about Scarlet Witch being in Avengers 2? Um, I am. I'm not super sure about an Olsen sister. First of all, it's as far as her she, acting ability, have you seen some of the other stuff she's done? No, I ha- actually have She's Okay, so she's, she's not Mary Kate. The, yeah, she's clearly okay. the most talented Olsen. That's helpful. She's not going to get up um, on screen in Avengers 2, 2 and be like, like, oh, Scarlet Witch, we need you to use your hex power on this. And she's all be like, you got it, dude. That's okay. not going to happen. Well, and, and I was pleased with Quicks. I, I realized <laughs> like that it's a total... Joke I do. Yeah. Wow. Um, jokes. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. Oh, t- Quicksilver. I, I, I realize it's a completely different company that's doing this, but yeah. Quicksilver was awesome. I mean, I, no, everybody knows this. This is not new. Days of Future Past? Yes. Yes. But, he and, but everyone and everyone said, oh, it'll be terrible, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to withhold judgment. Um, but but she is my girl, right? So, you know, just support your it, character. It's hard. That's, that's yeah, should, no, absolutely. Straight up, go but at the same time, you know like, how it is. This is a character I love. I hope they don't ruin it. Like I really like the Falcon, and so the fact that they even put him in Captain America two at all, I was like, oh, all right. And then it was, and then it happened. Right. Like all I wanted it to be was that he's good. I just don't yeah. want him to walk on on set. Well, she's not like, cameoing. She's going to be on. I don't know how. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. They we'll say that, goes. they said that she's not, but it's like I don't think she's gonna get that much screen time. Really? Like when you get a, we did a breakdown on my show, and it was like how much screen time did each Avenger have? And it's like 
I think Mark Ruffalo, uh, Hawkeye is like something like 13 minutes of actual on-screen time. It's like really? you talk about, yeah, you talk about all those characters. Some of them are going to have more to do this time, so somebody's going to get cut back a little bit. You're not going to introduce gonna be the new girl. three, four, five villains. It's yeah. what what Quicksilver, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, Ultron, Vision, and maybe well, definitely um, the Hydra guy. I can't think of his name. Um, Oh, it's not. It's not Baron Zemo. It's the other guy. It's not Zemo. Strucker. It's not Red, yeah, Strucker. Yeah, Strucker. So that guy. So five villains now you have. So it's like there's yeah. got to be some give, and yeah. I just don't see Scarlet Witch. I don't see her being the breakout. She might have a breakout performance, but it's not going to be. You breakout know, character. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. There might be one awesome scene, just like Quicksilver running around right now here on things. this show that she does not get 14 minutes of screen time. That's okay as the, long as uh, there's the there's a moment where you're just like holy oh, yeah, crap yeah. I think she'll Scarlet do Witch I think she'll do something that, incredible that's, yes. that's what I want I want that to happen and I want I want I want her to be believable I want to look at her and go that's the Scarlet Witch right there right now I think only because I've been thinking about this quite a lot I think they're going to use Von Strucker's going to use them as more of a distraction while they go do something else that's I fine. don't think as it's going to be she does this, something like, cool you guys you two go attack the Avengers and win I don't think that's what they're going to think could even happen that's right okay. especially um, with Ultron. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Ultron's probably probably my favorite Avengers or villain. Cause really? You don't like uh, Kang? Kang? I just haven't read as much Kang stuff. Like, Kang, I like what I've I read. I like Kang, but I hate that he's ti- I hate time travel. So that's to me, it's like really, really, ugh, how do I you, do this character so much? You and Dude would get along very well then. The Dude? Yeah, one of my roommates. He's, <laughs> he's, he's actually one of our writers. Um, uh, Joseph DePaul is one of our other okay. uh, guest writers. Uh, he also uh, hates time travel. That's awesome. Um, so... I said I've come back from Baltimore Comic Con, so I've got a lot of a lot of new stuff to read from there. Um, I've got a book that I'm just started last night, Shadow of the Gauntlet. Um, so hopefully, I'll get through that reasonable amount of time, and we can do, I'll do a bit do a review of it and stuff, and uh, got some some more small stuff. Um, uh, two graphic novels called uh, Runner, which is kind of a science uh, science sci-fi space you know, smugglers and whatnot. A little bit of Star Wars, a little bit of like Firefly kind of stuff. Nice, but yeah, it looks really, it looks good. I mean, it looks good. It, it looks really funny. So um, that's about it. So, Mike, um, where can we find online and and whatnot all this stuff for Tidewater Comic Con? Everywhere. No. Everywhere. Um, <laughs> Hail Hydra. Uh, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Tidewater Comic Con, TidewaterComicCon dot com, Instagram, Twitter, all these places. Before. We and this, I have to ask you to something that I've been I've been curious about. You guys write on the on the site and the blog stuff and all that yep. all that jazz. And you guys do this podcast. Do you guys have uh, not so much fan fictions, but do you guys have plans to write comic book stuff yourselves? So, the answer is yes. Not not necessarily comic stuff. Okay, okay. So, um, we kind of been we actually been playing this for about a year. It's um, been long. So, well, and that's because I'm not necessarily always motivated. I wasn't uh, going to say that. She thought tr- it. It's true. I read her mind. You didn't need to read her mind. I knew exactly, <laughs> what, I knew exactly what was there without reading it. Um, I've had a story bouncing around in my head for about three years, and I finally started putting it down on paper. Very cool. And at some point in the future, we're going to serialize it. So it's a short, short story. Um, Tracy keeps telling me we should do it as a comic. I think it would make a great graphic novel, like a, a, a one-off, nice, big, graphically done that's cool i'm dude like when it comes to those things i keep asking some of the people that i do the podcast appearances with and stuff like that 
it's, I mean, between crowdsourcing being what it is and like people self-publishing, like I think everybody should take a crack at it. Like I do it and it's ridiculously fun. And it's like the only reason I'm not doing it today is because I'm doing the, promoting the Tower to Comic right. stuff. It's like, I love to sit down and just like work on a story. And you guys come across as those kind of people that it's like, oh, they're doing something creative, but they're probably just not taking that big leap. You guys should absolutely take that big leap. Right. If it's, she's sitting here to your side telling you, you should do it this way, you should do it this way, you should at least check out the logistics of it and go like, oh, how far are we? What would we need? This is this. You can go on DeviantArt. You can find yep. artists to make it that way. You could you could still say if it's if it doesn't work as as art as as graphic novel, then make it a regular novel. And just get them out. There's enough fans in this area that are like hungry for more creativity in the area. Not even right. just so much like what mm -hmm. I'm saying is like comic book stuff. Like no, everything. Everybody should be out there living their dreams. No, no. Um, just like just just go out there and do that kind of thing. Yeah, so and I've I'm, I've bumped in you enough times now. It's like I, I get a certain vibe off of you from from encountering you and from reading what you guys post up on the site. It's like, oh, these are people that really, really have some unique ideas and thoughts. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's, uh, it's been bouncing around. So I've got about not quite half of it done. Okay. So it's I mean, just the, the way I've outlined it, you know, and I've kind of thought again, it was written to to be serialized on the blog. So it's nine parts that may get condensed down a little bit once I actually see what I've got, like once it's written. How much of it have you posted up on the blog? None of it's been posted yet. I've just, I've just been trying to write it. Just take that leap, dude. Just throw the first chapter up, let everybody see if they like it, don't like it, whatever. Get some feedback on it. Half the time, you're going to get feedback, and it'll be people that, like, it'll encourage you to go finish the rest of it. It's, 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 it's not so much a question of, like, encouragement. It's a question of time. Yeah, but I'm saying they might encourage you to find the time. I'm, I'm not saying I have I have no idea what it is. It could be good. It could be bad. But right. I'm saying if you find a if you find a following that enjoys it, like just just work that man. So that if I if I if you guys are at the next show in April in May and it's like the two day show and you guys have a table, if you're there, you guys are there on behalf of Therefore I Geek and you have a book to promote in some fashion. Oh my gosh, I, that's what I want for everybody involved. Is like get out there and do as much cool creative stuff as you can, and you know use us as as kind of a a vessel for that. I suppose. All right. That's awesome. I, yeah. I, I very much appreciate your input on that. Yeah. You should do it, man. You should do it. All right. So, again, I mean, this is Therefore a Geek. If you like what we do, check us out. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. And leave us a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead on over to the blog at thereforeageek.com, facebook.com slash thereforeageek, or on Twitter at thereforeageek, and Tracy is at Mary Eyes. Mm-hmm. So again, thank you, Mike, for coming on. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. It's been a treat. I hopefully can do it again after the convention. I, <laughs> and we'll, we'll just we'll sit there. We'll have a nice little calm, calm, calm episode where I'm not so worked up and not so energetic. And we'll just we'll we'll mostly focus on what you two should be doing as far as creative stuff because you'll be done with your classes, close to yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Then you can do something. She'll be hitting too. finals and won't know where you, she is. You won't see me hear from me i will be in a hole it, that's where i'm gonna, gonna be, be so i'm gonna bad. be in a hole the day after the show and then i'll come out for a little bit and hang out with you guys so, so. if you see your shadow does that mean spring will be it means there? if i see my shadow the day after the show in october that it means the spring show will only be one day if i don't see it it means it'll be Good. a two-day okay. show Very so, nice. you know fingers crossed yeah nice so once again i'm andrew and i'm tracy and you've been listening to therefore i geek Down a feeling I'm high on believing That you're in love with me